0: Take your problems and turn with me tonight to Hebrews chapter 3. Hebrews chapter 3. If you would please stand for the ring of God's Word if you're able to. Hebrews chapter 3. We're in a series on Sunday nights that we have titled Learning to Hear God. It's so needful that we learn to hear the Lord, to find out what the Lord, His direction for us and to guide us. And oh, it's so important that that we learn to hear the Lord. Hebrews chapter 3, we begin reading verse 1, says, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of heavenly calling, uh, consider the apostle and high priest of your profession, Jesus Christ, or Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him that appointed you, or appoint him, as also Moses was faithful in all his house. For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who hath builded the house hath more honor than the house. For every house is built by some man, but he that built all things is God. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant for testimony of the things which were to be spoken after. But Christ, as a son over his own house, whose house are ye, if we hold fast the confidence and rejoice of the hope firm uh, unto the end, They shall not enter into my rest. Take heed, brethren, lest there be any, in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ. If we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end, while it is said, today if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. For some, when they had heard, did provoke, Howbeit, not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. But with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest? But to them that believed not." So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Back in verse 7, it says, Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith today, if you will hear His voice. I'd like to preach the message I've titled, Finding Rest by Listening. Let's pray. Father, we come to You. Lord, we ask now that You would just be with us and help us to draw near unto You and to magnify You and to glorify You and to exalt You. Lord, there's such a need for us to hear the voice of God. And Lord, there's a rest that you desire to give us, but they'll not be given to us unless we learn to hear the voice of God. And Lord, I pray now that you'd strengthen us, guide us, help us, Lord, to put you first, even in this service. Help us to magnify you, Lord. And we'll thank you, we'll praise you, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You be seated find here the children of Israel wouldn't listen to the Lord and they what he had told them he had told them to go into the land of Canaan the promised land and to take it and to possess it but yet they they didn't listen they wouldn't listen to God they heard what he said but they wouldn't listen to him you might say and because of that they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years of, and, and, and and they failed to experience what God wanted them to experience you see they had been in bondage and and uh, he wanted to, to get them out of that bondage. He wanted to give them a rest. And, and actually Canaan, if you look at that, Canaan represents a rest. Uh, a lot of people think that it represents heaven. It doesn't represent heaven. It re- represents a victorious Christian life. And uh, it represents a rest that you can have after you know Christ as your Savior. And yet we find that they, was, they weren't able to go in because they had rejected what the Lord had said sad part is there's many Christians who don't find rest either. Their lives are in a turmoil. The Lord desires to give them that rest, mostly because they their life is in a, in a turmoil, but mostly because they hear His voice and they won't obey His commands. It's not that many times that we don't hear, but we, we won't listen and obey what He has to tell us. We have here in, in this portion of, of, of Scripture in Hebrews chapter 3 there, in Verses 7 through 11, it's a quote from Psalms 95, verses 7 and 11. As the writer of the Hebrews is speaking to those who are already saved, and he's trying to get them. If you look at the book of Hebrews, it's a, it's a book that is written to the saved. It's not written to the lost. And so we find here that the, the writer of Hebrews is writing to the saved, and, and uh, he's, he's trying to get them to understand if they don't enter in, if they don't listen, if they don't, if they don't follow the Lord, if they don't obey, and they'll not enjoy that rest that He has for them. There's a lot of people who are, are wandering, you might say, in the wilderness. A lot of Christians who are are saved on their way to heaven, but they're not enjoying that blessing of rest. They're not enjoying what God has for them. It's amazing how many Christians their lives are in a turmoil, and that's because they're not listening. They're not hearing what the Lord's saying. They're not obeying the Lord in what He has to say. So first, we've got to consider what this rest is. Look here in verse 9 with me of Hebrews chapter 3. It says, When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works forty years, wherefore I was grieved with that generation, and said, They do always err in their heart, and they have not known my ways. So I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest." Now he's speaking to him here of the fact that the blessings that he has for him. But we find many times if you go through the scripture, even if you was to go over into chapter four, you'll find several times where the word rest is used. And it represents many things in the Bible. One of the areas that it represents is when a person receives Jesus Christ as their Savior, there's a rest that comes to the soul knowing that it no longer is on its way to a devil's hell. And there's a rest that it speaks of when you receive Jesus Christ your Savior. The other rest is that when we get to heaven one day, there'll be that eternal rest. where We'll rest from our labors. We'll rest from the, the, from the, the battle that we've been in all this life. And there's, a, there's an eternal rest when we get to heaven. But the rest that we want to speak of tonight and, and, and talk about uh, tonight that, that is spoken of here in Hebrews is that of, of enjoying the blessings of God. Enjoying what the Lord has for us now. Not just in eternity. Not, just, uh, not just, uh, in, in just being saved. But there's more to the Christian life than just knowing Christ as your Savior. There's more that He wants us to experience. There's a rest that He wants us to have. You know Christians and I know Christians. That their life is a turmoil. They know Jesus Christ, their Savior. And yet there is that battle going on in their lives and it seems like there's an unrest. I look at a lot of Christians and look like at a lot of churches and there's an unrest. They're in the wilderness still. They're still uh, wandering around and yet the Lord doesn't want them to have that. He wants them to enjoy uh, the, the life that, that he is speaking of here in this rest, delivering us from the wilderness of aimlessness and And unrest uh, in this world's pain and woe giving us a satisfaction in our hearts and lives. There can be no rest for those who won't listen and obey His voice, though. There in verse 7, it says, Again, He limiteth a certain day, saying in David to today, after so long a time, as uh, as it is said, Today, if ye will hear His voice, harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would He not afterward have spoken of another day? There remaineth therefore rest to the people of God. Stop and think about it. God has a rest for you. Sometimes we get so busy and, and boy, we're just going back and forth. And sometimes we stop and think, man, if I could just have a vacation, if I could just have a rest. Well, in this life, God has a rest for you there's a desire for him to, for you to enjoy that verse 10 says for he that is entered into his rest he also has ceased from his own works as god did this is in chapter 4 i'm sorry that i'm reading here by the way from from his, uh, as god did from his verse 11 says let us labor therefore to enter into that rest he said there's more he said you've got to do something to get into that rest he goes on and says, lest any man f- fall after the same example of unbelief. You see, real hearing or listening comes when we obey the Lord. If you look back at that, it says, let us labor. And in order to obey the Lord and what He says, you're going to have to labor. There's some things about th- that we need to do in order to enjoy the rest that He has for us. It's not just that He's just going to say, okay, you're, you're free to do whatever you want to do and you're going to be restful in it. No, there's a labor that, that involves that's involved. And it's because He's speaking to us and He wants us to hear His voice and obey His voice. The problem is, is that you can hear, but you're really not listening. We've talked about that before. How that we can be sitting and, and sometimes you can be sitting in, a, in an auditorium like this and Uh, The preacher can be preaching or a Sunday school teacher can be teaching or somebody can be singing. You can hear, but you're not really listening. And many times as Christians, what's happening in their lives, the reason they're not enjoying the rest that the Lord wants to give them in this life, they hear what the Lord says, but they're not really listening if we really listen to the voice of God, it's going to stir our hearts and cause us to labor or to do what he desires for us to do. And then can we enter into that rest and enjoy what he has for us? You look around you and you find Christians war slick. Their lives are, are just worn slick, and it's because they hear, but they're not listening. They're not paying attention, and so they're not able to go into that rest. We're admonished by the Holy Spirit, he says here in verse 7 of chapter 3, to hear the voice of the Lord. There it says, Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith, today, if ye will hear his voice. I want you to notice a couple things about this. First of all, he said, the Spirit says, Today, today. He's warning, he said, if you'll listen, if you'll hear today, hear today. For he wants you to hear today for to hear today and not tomorrow. Not next week, but today. I don't know about you, but I remember as a child, uh, uh, we had different chores to do. And sometimes mom or dad would say, hey, listen, maybe take out the trash or whatever it is. and, And if we didn't respond quickly, the response came back, didn't you hear me? Take out the trash. And it was always, didn't you hear me? See, I heard you. Well, Why haven't you taken out the trash? Well, I was finishing up and we had some type of excuse. You know what's the matter with a lot of Christians today? We're making excuses. Why? We hear the Lord, but we're not doing what He says. We hear what He says, but we're not listening really because if we were listening, we would be doing what He says. And so many times today, uh, uh, we've got to realize that Obedience comes when we truly hear the Lord, but he says, do it today. He said, the Spirit says, do it today. Listen today. Obey the Lord today. Dad always used to say, when you do it, do it right now. Obey is to obey right now. Do it right now. And so that's what the Lord is trying to tell us here. Don't wait till tomorrow. Many times we think, well, when I get to be a little bit older or when I've got more time, I'll serve the Lord. When this takes place, I'll do what the Lord wants me to do. No, he says today. We've got to learn to listen to the Lord today. It doesn't matter what your age is. We've got, we got children in here and we've got older folks in here. We've got a, a wide variety of age in here. Listen, today is when you need to learn to listen to the Lord. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait until you're 30. Don't wait until you're 50. Don't wait until you're 60. Hey, now's the time to listen to the Lord as he speaks to our hearts today. Many have their excuses, as I said. And yet the Lord wants us to do it now. He claims, hey, listen, now. The psalmist said in Psalms 1, 18, 24, this is the day which the Lord hath made. I, we will rejoice and be glad in it. James 4, 14 says, whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and vanisheth away. Talking about right now is the only time that we are guaranteed of. There's not a person in here that can guarantee me that you've got tomorrow. Today is it. And so the Spirit says, today, listen. It says, if you listen, if you'll hear today, do what He says today. That's why, you know, sometimes when we give the invitation, sometimes people stand in, in a pew and they think, I'll, I'll take care of this. I'm going to take care of this. Uh, maybe when I get home or, or maybe tomorrow or maybe next week uh, or when I get, you know, more convenient time. And yet the Spirit says, today. I remember, before I got saved, I remember thinking, I'll get saved one of these days. I'll get saved one of these days. And finally came to a place in my life where I almost felt like the Lord was saying, you either get saved today or you don't get saved at all. My friend, I'll tell you what, we don't know what tomorrow holds. Today, we need to listen to the Lord today and obey Him today. Don't wait don't wait for another day. Don't wait for another time to begin to obey and to listen to the Lord. Then the Holy Spirit also speaks that there needs to be a willingness on our part to hear. Look at that verse again. Verse 7 says, Wherefore the Holy Ghost saith today. And then He says, If, if ye will hear His voice. That, two, that little two-letter word, if, is a powerful word. And a lot of people That's where they're at. They're in that position of if. You see, that word, it dictates to a choice and a willingness to do that which we hear. If. The Holy Spirit says, if you really want rest, if you want to enjoy what the Lord wants to give you, if you really want to see the power of God on your life, if you really want to see your prayer answered, if you really want to see these souls saved, if you really want to enjoy the rest, if you really want to enjoy your your spiritual life, if you really want to know the Lord in a greater way, if you really want to... And it goes on. It's a choice. There has to be a willingness on our part. There has to be a desire on our part to do that which the Lord wants us to do, to hear. And so it's so important that we realize that, listen, today's the day that we need to listen. And we need to make that choice to listen now if you, the longer you wait, that willingness gets harder and harder for us to do those things. We need to listen to the Lord. We need to obey the Lord today so that we can enjoy the rest that He has for us, even today. We find that hard hearts are the result of not hearing. We find here in the Scripture as He's speaking here, He says in verse 7, He says, Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith today, if ye will hear His voice. In verse 8, He says, Harden not your hearts. I believe one of the reasons that Christians become so cold and indifferent is because they're not listening. They don't come to that place where they are willing to respond to the Lord today. You know, many times Christians, we sit in a pew and the Lord's speaking to your heart about getting something right and He wants you to go forward in in an invitation. The longer you sit there and you're not willing to go forward and do what He wants you to do, make that commitment to Him, the harder your heart will get. The harder it gets, the harder it is for you to respond later. And that's what's happened today. Satan has been a master at getting people to putting it off and not responding to God, and their hearts get harder and harder. Why is it that we have Christians with such hard hearts today? It's because of that little word, if. If. You see, you and I have a choice. God didn't make us robots. He didn't make us where He just that we just did automatically whatever, he punches a button. he gives give us a choice. He'd give us a, 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 an ability to make some decisions in our lives. We've got to be willing to listen to the Lord in order to enter into that rest. We've got to be willing to do what he wants us to do. We've got to be willing to say, Lord, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. There has to be that desire, that two-letter word, if. The Holy Spirit says, today, if... You will hear. He says, harden not your hearts. But if we fail to, to, to do what the, to, to be willing, then our hearts become hardened. And the sad part is, is that the harder your heart gets, the harder it is for you to hear the Lord's voice. And I fear today that one of the reasons that it's so hard to have a revival is because people's hearts have become so hard that they don't listen to the Lord speak. They have sin in their lives and yet their hearts become hardened and they barely hear the voice of God. They, they, it, and that's why it, sometimes it takes tragedies to stir our hearts to listen to the Lord. And, you know, we can look at, at this past year of 2020 and I think the Lord is trying to soften our hearts. I think that we become so hard hearted. The Lord's trying to soften our hearts so that we will listen to Him because He, wants to, he doesn't want our hearts to be hard. You see, the hard heart comes from when the, we refuse to do that which the Lord has spoken. That in itself is not real hearing because true hearing, the, truly hearing the Lord will be responding in faith to do what He wants us to do. You see, Israel did the same thing. They heard the word of the Lord to go in and possess the land, and yet they refused to obey. Therefore, they had to wander in that wilderness for 40 years and not receive the promise of the Lord. We find there in Hebrews 10, verse Hebrews 3 and 10, he says, Wherefore I was grieved with that generation, and said, They do always err in their heart, and they have not known my ways. So I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. They didn't get to experience what God had for them in Canaan, because their hearts had become hardened. Then the scripture goes on and speaks of their hearts becoming hard there. In verse 12 and 13 says, Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief, in departing from the living God, but exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. It doesn't matter who, who you are. We can become hardened. Our hearts can become hardened when we choose not to listen to the voice of the Lord. It's a choice. The Lord is speaking, I believe, in a a great way into your life and into my life. God is trying to get our attention. But are we listening? Oh, we're hearing. But are we listening? Are we obeying? Are we doing that which He's told us to do? I see some hard and hard and calloused hearts among professed Christians They don't enjoy the blessings of the Lord, and they, they're miserable. You know people who are miserable. They say they're saved, but they're miserable. They're not enjoying God. They're not enjoying the church. They're not enjoying what God has for them. You see, there's not a rest in their lives, mostly because they won't hear the Lord. We've got to get to a place in our lives and say, Lord, I'm listening. Just like Samuel, when the Lord had spoke to him, he heard the voice, but he didn't know how to respond and after three times, uh, uh, Eli told him, he said, how to respond. And so uh, when he went back to his bed and he lay down and the Lord spoke to him again, he said, speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. And we as Christians have got to come to a place in our lives that we just not turn it off the Lord, but we hear, but then we say, speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. Lord, we're listening. We want to know. We want to enter into that rest. We want to experience the blessings of God. We want to experience the power of God. We want to experience those things that you have for us. But many are like Israel, their hearts become hardened. True hearing of the Lord and his word is doing that which he has spoken. And then lastly, This hearing comes by believing. We've talked about the hearing and how that we should hear and we talked about there's a choice, the the if. We've talked about that it should be today. But it takes belief in order to hear. You see, many times it's our unbelief. Just as it was the children of Israel, their unbelief. That kept them from the blessings of the rest of God. We find here in verse 17 and 18, the last two verses of that chapter, it says, But with whom was he grieved forty years? Stop thinking about it, he said. Right Hebrews said, Who was it that the Lord got upset with? Who was he grieved with? He said, Was it not them? Or not was it not with them that had sinned whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? We say, yeah, that was the ones. Then he goes on and he tells us a little bit more about them. He said, and to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest? He said, he, said he goes on and says, they're not going to get to go in. They're not going to get to enjoy what I've got for them. But then look what he says. But to them that believed not, unbelief, not willing to believe what the Lord said. Verse 19 says, so we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Folks, I'm going to tell you, we've got to trust the Lord, what He has to say. Probably the greatest area of every Christian in this room and those listening that we've got to expand on is our faith and trust in the Lord and what He says. You say, well, preacher, True hearing, how are we going to know what He says? Right here. By the Spirit of God, as He speaks to our hearts. See, true hearing will not come if you don't believe in the voice of God which speaks. The Bible is the voice of God which speaks. And if we're not willing to trust His voice right here, how can we enter into the rest? That He has for us. He's speaking and yet we, there's that if. If you will believe, if you will follow, if you are willing to accept what this book says. If you're willing to accept the Word of God. We have in our hands the, the whole counsel of God. And yet so many times because of unbelief we do not obey it. Well I don't think the Lord means, yes He means every word of it. Well, will the Lord, yes, He said that He would. Promise after promise after promise after promise after promise throughout the scripture where He has made promises. But do we accept those promises by faith? Believing and trusting what the Lord says. Well, you know, preacher, I'm from Missouri and, and you know, I'm, I'm from the Show Me Stadium. You've got to show me. God's already told you. And if you believe Him, He'll show you. You see, we've got to believe first, and then He'll show us after that. He speaks through His Word, He speaks through the Spirit of God. If you're born again, the Holy Spirit of God speaks to your life and and gives you direction, gives you wisdom, wants to give you discernment. But are you listening? Are you obeying that? How many times have the Spirit said, no, don't do that, or yes, do this, or do that, and, and yet we, because we, we, our, our faith is small and we don't believe what the Spirit is saying, that we don't obey, and we fail to go in and enjoy the rest of God. Let to tell you what. I think a lot of Christians would be a lot happier now. I think a lot of Christians would enjoy this life a lot more. I think a lot of Christians would enjoy the Word of God a lot more. I think a lot of Christians would just begin to enjoy the Lord in such a great way if we would begin to believe what He says. Because then we would enter into that rest. You see, we've got to enter into that rest through listening, hearing Him. We'll find rest in the Lord and His blessing as we learn to listen to His voice. My friend, it takes obedience. It takes doing that which He said for us to do. He said today, today, not tomorrow, not next week. Those days are out there. Today is the only day that we have. Live for the Lord today. Listen to the voice of God today. Don't wait to do what He said uh, till next week. Do it today. He said if... Be willing. Every Christian here, we need to be willing to do what God says. If we want to enter into that rest, if we want to enjoy what God has for us now, yes, there's a rest at salvation. Boy, there was I I don't know about you, but there was a load lifted when I got saved. There was just like, whoo, there's a load lifted off of me. There was a rest that came, knowing that I, I was going to heaven. It was settled, it was was sealed, and and there was a rest that came into my life because I knew that that part was taken care of. And one of these days, there'll be a rest in heaven. No longer having to worry about the, uh, when you got saved, you got saved from the penalty of sin. God's working at at, at saving us from the the presence of sin now, but when we get to heaven, there'll, there'll be no more sin there. The power of sin. But the the presence of sin. There'll be no sin in heaven. We'll have rest. Forever to be in the joys of the Lord. That's a place of rest. But now the Lord says, listen, I want to give you rest now. But you got to listen. You got to listen to the Spirit of God. You got to listen to the Word of God. You got to listen to the direction of God to hear and to enjoy the rest of God that He has for you now. Every head bowed, every eye closed, no one looking around. Father, we thank You that there is a rest that we can have. But Lord, You said, if. You said, today, if. Lord, help us not to be putting off listening and obeying, but help us to get serious about Living by faith and trusting you now and trusting the word that we hear from the Bible. And as we read it, as we hear it preached, as we hear it taught, as the Spirit of God uses it in our lives. And then as the Holy Spirit guides us and directs us and speaks to our hearts on a daily basis, may we listen. And that listening involves obeying and doing. Labor, you said. We're to do that labor. We're to labor to to enter into that rest. Lord, I pray that you'd give us wisdom to do so. We thank you. We love you. We thank you for that blessing and blessedness that you've promised us. Have your will and way in our lives, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you stand with me with your heads bowed, your eyes closed?